Hello and welcome to episode 22 of a Gamers Without Borders podcast. Fun fact, that's Taylor Swift's favourite, a podcast about video games, technology and basically anything else we can think of. Joining me this week is my lovely co-host who seems to have an unnatural amount of affection towards Phil Spencer. It's Dapper Potato Bag. <laughs> Hello. Oh, and I forgot to introduce myself. As always, I am Nick. Or did uh, I introduce myself? I don't know. Okay, well, for the sake of narcissism, if it was if I did it twice, I did it twice. How are you, Daphne? I am great. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. It's been hot the last few days, but it's cooler today. Yeah, it's been too bloody warm, and I've just... Yeah. Yeah. That concludes the weather segment of the podcast. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Well, so, you've been up to a lot this week, so what have you been doing? Yeah, but I've accidentally closed down the show notes, so... Okay, so I'll go first. Um, <laughs> so, um, first of all, in perhaps a bit of a surprise, bit of a not, I, bit of not surprise, I've stopped playing No Man's Sky. I started to feel a bit burnt out on it. Yeah. It was, it was, it was feeling repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, two things really struck home with me. One was that um, whenever you sort of explore a planet and you go into bases, you can pick up like crafting blueprints. But ninety five percent of the time, I was doing this, it was saying you've already got this blueprint. So I didn't really feel like there was any reason to do any like any kind of motivation to do anything but the biggest thing came when i was like okay i'll decide to do the quest where you travel to the center of the universe mm-hmm. and obviously i know this wasn't going to be something you could do in te- in an hour but i thought well I'll, I'll give it a go and it keeps track of your distance from yeah. the center of the universe and if um you can actually travel through black holes in the game which um i recommend that every player does once purely because the visual effect looks very cool yeah. And it's, it's actually currently my background picture on my phone. But anyway, I went through a, uh, I went through a black hole and it popped up from the screen like you've travelled sixty six thousand light years or something. And I was like, oh, that's good. That feels like a substantial chunk off my total distance. Yeah. And then I went to check in the menu and like, it had gone up. It had gone down by like point zero 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 one. And I was like, I wouldn't be like I wouldn't. I'd be more inclined. Like it wouldn't bother me if I had to do like. 100 or 500 warp jumps to get to the end if the game was interesting and not repetitive. Mm-hmm. But because it's getting repetitive, I don't have as much drive. And I hope, like, I'm like, I'll, I'll definitely come back to it. And I hope that they add more content over the coming weeks and months. Yeah. But then I sort of, out of nowhere, thanks to a bit of news we will get onto later, have decided to replay Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Nice. And um... yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like, I, I played it. I played it. I played it once before. I got it nearly ninety percent complete, so I actually fiddled about and did a lot of the collectible stuff, which I normally don't do. And while I'm not the biggest fan of stealth, I like it because it has, as I've heard people refer to it in the past, like cool guy simulator moments. Yeah. Where you just feel so badass, like if you're like so. I love just like being sitting on a rooftop and just sniping my target with a throwing knife, and just being able to and then <laughs> leave and no one see me coming, and I'm just yeah. like yes. And like there was one moment where I was playing where I was um I was doing a mission and I'd taken everyone out bar one person. I'd got rid of all the alarm bells in the area so no one else could come and it and but just literally I was sitting on a corner, I came up to kill the final guy, he saw me, so I had to give him a non stealth kill and I was just so annoyed with myself. <laughs> just uh not not cool. But yeah. So it's a it's a good game. I'm sort of slowly going through it. It's kind of it's acting as a stopgap for something I hope that comes along in a few weeks or months, or possibly a stopgap to Tomb Raider, but who knows? 
Um, you know how Dapper at the beginning of this podcast, we always say it's a podcast about technology, but we always never ever discuss technology. Yeah. Well, after 22 episodes, I'm bucking that trend <laughs> because um, I I got some um, I bought some wireless Bluetooth earphones recently because mm-hmm. the pair of earphones I have for listening to music were starting to play up, and some people I know had had them and they said they're um, they're really good and it's quite nice. It's just two earphones with like a bit of cable connecting the two earphones. But obviously, mm-hmm. that's it because they're Bluetooth. Um, they're really good. I'm well, and I also should stress I'm not being sponsored or paid to say this by a company. I just I wanted to discuss this anyway. But yeah, the um the seal on the headphones is really good, so they really block out the sound. Mm-hmm. It sync it synced up to my phone and all my devices really easily. The slightly annoying thing was that um there was a mistake in the instruction manual, so I spent about half an hour trying to pair it to a device because I wasn't pressing the right button. <laughs> but um they're really interesting, and I kind of bought them because I'm hoping that it will allow me to sort of go out and about and listen to podcasts and listen to music, because yeah. normally I can't do that because I get tangled up and I they get pulled out my ears. Oh, so, I hate um, that. Yeah, so I'm quite happy with these. They weren't hugely expensive. They're about £20. That's whereas in, the, whereas in the past, most Bluetooth headsets, you're um, going to pay like 50 quid for them. So I didn't think that was too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, I'm uh, in a few weeks' time, I will be returning back to university, which is nice. And I bring this. Yes, yeah, indeed. Back to times of copious drinking and not much work. But I I bring this up. Well, well, I did get get a 2-1 in my first year. Nice one. Yep, 67% average. Nice. Enough of that. Anyway, the reason I bring it up on the podcast is due to internet-related circumstances. I would be able to do some streaming if I have time. So when I get back, I might stream some No Man's Sky. I might stream... I don't know. I could, I could do anything. But it just it opens up the opportunity, and yeah. I would, I'd be streaming it on the podcast's YouTube account, which doesn't get any love yeah. at all because we don't <laughs> release any content. No, but, yeah, but so we, we, all, we also said that we were going to start like yes. both streaming on it. Yes, definitely. So. And it's one of those things we might try and do like things where we like one of those is streaming but the other one's there and sort of yeah. in the conversation. So yeah, we are like we're planning things. I know it's kind of might sound like we've been doing lip service for this for, for ages, but it's we purely because Yes, we've been planning, it's just because of basically logistics of where we are and yeah. internet connections and things. But yeah, that's about it for me. So what have you been up to? I've had quite a relaxed week, which has been pretty good, considering like the past few weeks have been quite chaotic. Yeah. So, as you guys can probably tell, my voice is a bit um, weak, so it's kind of, yeah, it could go at any point in the podcast. Which means um, you'll just get me talking, which, as we, all, yeah. as we can all agree, would be a vast improvement. <laughs> but yeah, everyone wants Nick talking to them, sending them oh, to... Yes. <laughs> just whisper in their ear till they gently fall asleep oh good god just yeah <laughs> that's, that's a terrible image yeah that's a scary image i don't want that ever <laughs> anyway what anyway oh, yeah tangent so this week i was for the first time in three weeks i was actually able to go and visit my gran and we had a nice little discussion, and then she turned to me completely randomly out of the blue and went, so what games are you playing? Because my gran used to be a gamer, and that's how I got into video games. And yeah, I just told her about Overwatch, showed her it, and she went, oh, hen, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> I was just like, that is so funny. Oh, I can remember when I played against her in Call of Duty, it was hilarious. It was brilliant. 
Um, oh, but yeah, dear. she's she came from like the old NES and SNES days and like the Commodore days, and um, she actually she had Medal of Honor when it first. I guess when oh, it wow. first came out, yeah, she used to play that. I can remember once walking in and on her playing it, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." I'm <laughs> I not like, going to make play this one. I'm not going to make the obvious uh, old person joke that that opens the door to. Okay. <laughs> well, because it's not well, it's it's not very nice. <laughs> okay, yeah, don't don't talk shit about my gran. <laughs> oh. oh, she will roast you. Actually, she likes you. She yeah. thinks you're a nice person. She says that you have a nice voice. So yeah, you can't mm. say anything bad about my gran. <laughs> But, I yeah. have been told, listeners. I've been told. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah, um, I released a Twitter poll asking on what Blizzard games people would like to see on my live streams, and I'm going to be live streaming tonight, which we're recording on a Friday. Yes. Because Nick has people over. Thanks. And yeah, so we're yeah. recording on a Friday, so technically on Friday <laughs> tonight, yeah. I will be live streaming. If this episode comes out on Sunday, the stream would have already happened. Yeah, so. so yeah, guys time is com- time is complicated, and talking of time travel, perfect I, segue. <laughs> I recorded a, the creation of the tenth Doctor. Are they elevens? Depending on how you look at. Oh, let's not get up in that can um, of worms again. Yeah, and yeah, it was it actually. It took me a long time to create him because his face is so hard to reproduce. And I suck on that, David Tennant. You have a hard to reproduce face. Yeah, like it was really hard to create him. Like, he's not as hard as what Amelia Clark was, but okay. he's, like, up there with the hardest ones. <laughs> and I somehow managed to get it. <laughs> no idea yeah. how. But in the end, I got there. Um, I was invited to be a audience member at Live at Five, and it was really funny because I ran into the producer who was on The Late Show, which was where I was working for a bit. And, well, vo- volunteering more more or less and uh, she literally she seen me and she went oh hello ran up to me and hugged me and I was just like oh hello she was like how are you how's your YouTube doing and I was like oh it's okay (laughs) and um, yeah it was really nice to actually see them again I kind of miss like working there it's good to be back for a bit but then it was kind of depressing because I had to leave and I was just like I just want to work there for the rest of my life (laughs) and um, during which that audience Invitation, I was invited to bring two friends, so a couple of me and female friends um, went up and uh, we had a, we had a very long catch-up and it was pretty funny. My friend showed me some questionable pictures and I am scarred for life. Thank you, Kirsty. I'm sorry, <laughs> you, you cannot afford to take the moral high horse when it comes to questionable pictures. Hey, if you had seen what she had showed me... <laughs> Jesus Christ, even I was just like, damn, like, fucking hell. It wasn't her pictures of her, it was pictures of someone else that they had sent her. It was so okay. funny. I think I, I think I get the... Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> that's, I wrote a couple of blogs, so like, back to uni slash back to school blogs. I'm in the middle of writing a technology blog for heading back to uni. It's all tying in with student discounts and stuff. Yep. And yeah, that's it. Just um, just because you brought up before we go into gaming news, obviously we are, but as 
listeners will have we are both returning to uni in the next yeah. few weeks. Oh, shit, yeah. And while I don't foresee this having an impact on the podcast, mm-hmm. it's dif- it's difficult to say now, given like we don't know what our workloads are going to be. Like uh, I, I sincerely hope that it doesn't have an impact, but we we... We've got to be realistic, so just keep an eye on our Twitter. Yeah. Things might well change. It might be little things like, I don't know, we might not do big, long release notes. We might literally just post up an episode. Think, like, there might be subtle changes. I hope not, but it's just I want to put that up there, put that out there now yeah. just so if, if you see a few sort of shifts over the coming months in how we work, then that's why. Yeah. But, like, I shouldn't have too much of a workload because more practical stuff that I do, so it should be as yeah. bad. Whereas I think my workload yeah. is going to like double, but it's fine. What year are you in? Uh, about to start my second. Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, bless. You're just a bobby. Yeah, but I've, I... No, the, no well, I can't... I, well, I can't think of a way to word what I was going to say without it coming, coming across in the way I don't want it to. Yeah, whereas, like, I'm in my fourth year. Well, no, what I wanted to say is that I've got quite an, like a writing heavy academic degree, but that that made it sound like I didn't think your <laughs> yeah. degree was very good, which I don't, I don't mean that. No, we have like, we do have to do a lot of writing. It's like, we have like a lot of shit that I don't like doing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah in, in total, like last year, I probably wrote over 10,000 words Fuck in essays sake. last year. Yeah. To be fair, if you add it, if you add it all up, but that's not fun. This is a games podcast, I, so you know, games. I'm probably thinking. I'm thinking around like ten to twenty thousand for me, and like there's a chance I might be doing a ten thousand word dissertation this year. Yay! Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I will be doing a dissertation next year, and I have to choose what I'm doing on it this year. I think. Oh, fun! We had to yeah. do that last year. We had to like research into a topic, write an essay about it, and if we want to continue it, we can. Yeah, Which I think I'm, I'm contemplating. Yeah. Um, anyway, on to gaming news. This mm-hmm. this first bit of gaming news brought a smile to my face. So in the past few days, the German uh, video games conference, Gamescom, has been going on. And there was an, uh, someone noticed there was an amusing sign outside the front of it mm-hmm. that seemed to say Half-Life 3, which is obviously one of the greatest, sort of the Loch Ness monster of video games. But the fantastic thing about it is if you look a bit closer, it actually says in German... Basically, Half Life colon three guys that played the game. It's, it's, just, it's just a great thing because yeah, if you can't notice the colon, then you'd think it says Half Life Three, yeah. and it's just a, great, a nice little trick. Proves the Brilliant. Germans have a sense of humour. And yeah, this apparently runs off a, an old NeoGaf thread where someone pulled a similar trick. Yeah. By using sort of the same turn of phrase. So yeah, nice thing. We've got a bit, few bits of Gamescom news as well. Not, we're not going to yeah. bore you to death with it, but a couple of interesting things that stuck out. Uh, Dan, do you want to take the next bit of news? Uh, Emily Caldwin from Dishonored 2. Um, there was some gameplay shown, yes. and like the player <laughs> that was playing on behalf of Bethesda, you have the option. Like You have the option to kind of be, you know, the good guy pacifist kind of person. And yes. the did at Gamescom or girl um, like whoever it was that was doing it I can't really remember um, decided to merciless <laughs> just basically yeah. just killed everything in sight and it was so cool and yeah. it was really funny it was like basically she went from like being this oh, pretty little empress to like 
scary, this kind of like shadow spider that rips a dude in half and it's so funny and yeah it's like that I might actually get that game yeah from what I've seen so mm. yeah yeah that comes out on November the 11th uh, it yeah. does mean it's, um, it's gonna be, it looks like it's gonna be good and it's yeah there was a I can remember seeing somewhere in an article they said that some of the enemies are kind of going to be a lot more harder to kill other than like in comparison to like other video games of where it's like yeah just your regular meat bag it's just a giant bullet sponge bullet or stabbing yeah. sponge you're actually going to mm. be you're actually going to require skill and talent to play this game. oh yeah because i did hear one of the complaints <laughs> about this uh the story about the first game was that they gave you these sort of cool powers like the ability mm-hmm. to stop time and things but you yeah. didn't really get much scope to use them yeah, they've changed. Like I've that. not, I've not played it. I'm just going off what people have said. Yeah. Uh, the big question that may or may not influence whether I would think about getting the game: What color is Emily Caldwin's hair? Oh shit! I can't remember. Uh, the last oh. time I seen was brown. Oh. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like, but like, yeah. I honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. It's just yeah. it's just me being silly. This next bit of news links into why I've started playing uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate again, because um, a listing appeared on a Korean's rating board for Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection for PS4 and Xbox One. So the name implies that we will see a HD re-release of a collection of Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations. Unsurprisingly, the three games that start Ezio. Um... Now, this is what got me really excited because the first Assassin's Creed game I played was Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, but any long-time fan of the series always told me, like, Assassin's Creed 2 and any of the Ezio games are sort of the peak of that series, and I've always wanted to play them but never had the chance. So if this does come out, because this hasn't been confirmed by Ubisoft or anyone, this is just a... Uh, sort of a listing that's been seen, but this does happen quite often, like it happened with the Bioshock collection as well. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so if this is true, this will instantly shoot up to second place in the games in 2016 I want list. Yeah. And um, but yeah, then I was having a bit of a think about um, what what they could do with release dates because mm-hmm. I think normally when something like this leaks, the developers will come out quite quickly after and confirm it if it's real and then it normally comes yeah. so i would expect if they confirm it and it's real it will come out this year but i was thinking well it's not going to release in november because watchdogs is releasing in november mm-hmm. um and obviously they're both ubisoft properties and i was thinking well will they release it in december to tie in with the assassin's creed film be because even though, because even though it doesn't star the same character it is set in the same time period albeit a different country yeah so yeah i possibly think they'll get it in christmas uh to be sort of a second big Ubisoft Christmas game and to build hype for the film. Yeah. But I hope so because, like I said, I've always, like when I'm sitting playing Syndicate and little things make me realise this isn't as much, a, like, it's not as stealthy as I think the old games used to be. Yeah. Like, it gives you a lot more breadth, which I enjoy because I don't like stealth. But like I've said, like, the, when I get to master stealth, I do really enjoy it. I do feel like they have dumbed down the games. Like, yes. A lot. Bit. Um, yes. In comparison to the older games, because I can remember, like the older games, like Brotherhood and stuff, mm. um, being pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, the like not... the last mm. one I played, which was well, it wasn't Syndicate, it was the one before. It was Unity. Yeah, that right. was shit. But like, yeah. yeah, it wasn't as hard as the others. 
Yeah, the only thing I'm not looking forward to is it means I have to do tailing missions again. Oh. Which are the worst. Because they basically they basically scrap them from Unity onwards. Yeah. And they are literally the worst thing ever. I don't even want to think about it. Just thinking about it is just giving me nightmares. Like, yeah. I, there's what there's this every time I hear Ezio's name I just think of like that scene of where he gets the bit, world's biggest um block. I'm not gonna say the word the word, but C O C K block ever. <laughs> And I think it was in Brotherhood, where he's like doing the girl, then all of a sudden this war breaks out. It's so funny. War, it the made... ultimate cock block. Yeah, it made me laugh, like big time. <laughs> I was just like, that is hilarious, mm. the poor guy. I would just be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that was a mm. total tangent. Yes. And um, this last bit of news is really weird. Um, mm. I wanna, We want to stress that this is purely a rumour. But um, obviously, as people know, um, there is a uh, event coming up for Sony where we know they're going to announce the PlayStation 4 Slim and the PlayStation 4 Neo, or the PS mm-hmm. Neo, everyone call it. But there's also rumours that there might be another um, handheld coming. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know. This could be just like a, a slightly redesigned Vita or a completely new device. Mm-hmm. But basically... Um, Workers at their assembly line, assembly line. I think it's something like someone in the manufacturing system has found plans for something look, that look like a portable Sony device. Yeah. But um, the slightly funny thing about this is that, given how bad, well, uh, how badly is perhaps a bit strong, but given that the Vita was quite unsuccessful and the fact they've removed they removed first party support yeah. and it's basically become like an indie machine, I'm quite surprised that Sony, if it's true, would be willing to go back into the handheld market. The thing is, is with the Vita and that, like they didn't give it the proper support that it needed. It needed AAA games in order to do well, and they didn't yeah. do that mainly because my guess is because developers would have to like design the game and like yeah. change it a bit so that it would fit on to something that isn't as powerful as a yeah. console well, or well, PC. To be fair, it was still very it was quite a powerful machine. Yeah. Like I've seen screenshots of the Uncharted game that did Golden yeah. Abyss. And that looked pretty impressive for a handheld. I know. Like I <laughs> would I would love for there to be a handheld where like I could play AAA games and they would be stored in the cloud and I could just download them to my device and play yeah. them without it being on my phone because my phone's crap. Yeah. And I do hope if they do a new portable thing, they don't do proprietary memory cards oh. like they did with the Vita, which everyone hates. No, no, don't do that. Did I ever tell you about the time that I could have, but I want to stress very clearly that I didn't, could have stolen the PS Vita when it first came out? No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I, was doing, I was doing work experience, and um, Sony was doing a big demonstration because the Vita was just coming out, and... Um, like if there's a competition, if you won the competition, you could win a beta. When we first turned up at my work experience place, there was a van and one, and the back door was left open and it was just piled high with beaters. That's fucking stupid. Why would you do that? I don't know, but yeah, that always sticks in my mind because I could have stopped. Why would you leave that open? Yeah. Um, one small bit of news. that um, I've seen a few things on Twitter this morning that up in your neck of the woods, aka Scotland... Apparently, a few people that I follow have said there's a branch of CEX somewhere that is apparently selling PlayStation 4 Slims. Really? Which haven't officially even been released yet. Oh, God. Yes. 
Yeah, I heard about the PlayStation 4 Slims, but I didn't realize there's. Yeah, so Where I've are they seen. Selling them? <laughs> what brand well, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't I know Scotland very well, but yeah, because it's a difficult situation because I think I the shop can get this. in trouble for for um the shop will get in trouble for handling stolen goods, and I think even if you bought one, I think you'd be in a bit of trouble yourself. But yeah, I'm, I'm not getting that from anywhere. I've literally just heard a few people tweeting, hmm, there's a branch of a particular shop that I'm not going to name so I don't get them in trouble. There's and a, they, seem to, and they, and they I, seem to be selling PS4 Slims. I just googled it and it says, there's a headline, I don't I don't think the news source is trusty, but there's a headline that says, <laughs> um, CEX wants to buy your PS4 Slim. There's, it's not even out yet. What the fuck? Well, to be yeah, yeah, I think there are versions of it somewhere because we've been seeing yeah. pictures of it. But uh, yeah, just a little random thing I learned, found out about oh, today, God. proving that Scotland shouldn't have nice things. Hey, we pre- we actually have like a strong gaming technology hub up in Edinburgh. Yeah, so I, I know, I know. Get back in your you. get off your soapbox. That was. Get off my soapbox. Get back in your box and stay there. Get back in the cage. <laughs> okay. Or you'll get, or you'll get the hose again. I've seen the weirdest thing oh, on God. Facebook. Like speaking of getting back into the cage, this is kind of going into like. Oh I'm... God, where the hell is this guy? No, right. There was this um, video. It was like animals lashing out, and I was actually kind of glad that it did lash out. It was a circus-based animal. So it was like a herd of lions, right? Male lions as well. And um, yeah, like they had them and the guy had the whip and then it was like, it was honestly like they just had enough and went, no, fuck you, I'm not taking a beating and went and actually like started ripping the guy apart. Jeez. And I was like, I was kind of like, you know what? Like for once... I'm kind of glad that they did because I've seen the way that they've treated them and it's not yeah. nice. Like they literally there was a video of a tiger and the guy was just literally just like beating it and mm. like being horrible to it and I was just like if I was that tiger I would lash out and fucking rip your throat out. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a, in a similar vein tangent, but yeah. No, but have you ever seen the footage of them filming the uh, MGM logo bit with the lion. Mm. Like, they're trying to get this lion's head through, like, a cardboard hole, and it, like, could not be less impressed, and it looks like it wants to kill someone. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, I've seen that somewhere. I honestly... It would have been easier for them to just, like, film, like, a lion out in the wild, and then just... Yeah. Um... Well, you got to think that this was quite a few years ago. No, when... there was there was ways of doing it. Um, okay, okay. It was okay. called matting. <laughs> And you had to, it was like to do with black. Yeah. Things. You would just have a black background and then you would put it. There was a way. <laughs> okay, there, yeah, I'll take your word for it. I, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, unless uh, unless you've got any other bits of news, I think we'll jump into our topic for this week. Oh, <laughs> this is the best uh, oh, thing ever. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Um, but yeah. So we asked the question, and this is an interesting question because. We asked you, listeners, why do people find gaming unattractive? So, like, what do we mean? Is like, why do people that sort of who don't play games and are sort of not aware of the culture, sort of, why do they sort of look mm-hmm. down on it? And why do like, why does it not have? Why is it not sort of accepted in the same sort of realms of other forms of media? So, yeah. um, 
So what we're going to do first, we're going to pull what they call the old switcheroo, and yeah. we're going to uh, go through what you lovely listeners have got have told us about this question. Yeah. So first of all, uh, the enthusiasts said, on stereotyping and the idea that games is in the title, it implies less serious, often childish connotation. And yeah, I think that's yeah. very true. Like, you can't put Monopoly and something very serious like The Lost of Us yeah. in the same, like circle like they're very different things yeah so uh yeah um what, what we'll do is we'll run through these community options and then we'll sort of we'll go back through it and we'll talk yeah. in a bit more depth um next up we have uh brad uh brad a former host of the show who i will take a moment to say has rebranded his twitter account because he's um he started his own business GG. So he's now, he's now uh, at extern consult on twitter so you should add him for your um consulting needs i'm not entirely sure what he does i apologize anyway <laughs> he's got um he's got a few points he starts by saying i think it stems from gaming being a waste of time which it definitely can be but so can anything else it might also be that a lot of people in the gaming industry aren't stereotypically attractive a lot of hashtag gaming bias exists and lastly he says not saying gamers are unattractive i'm saying perspective of society of media is that hashtag gamers are unattractive which is false yeah, Brad was having a little problem grappling with Twitter's 150 character limit. Yeah, so but, so is uh, one of our other people, but yes, which we'll get to in a second. <laughs> um, listener Wendell quite simply just said because you're talking to the wrong people. Yeah, and I agree with them on that. <laughs> and it also did get me thinking. Yeah, like is it not a bit stupid for a gaming podcast and to people play games that. to ask this question? Yeah. But my sort my my sort of conceit behind it was getting us to sort of think how the other half thinks about yeah. us and if you're a non-gamer and you want to get in touch like i don't know how you're listening to this podcast, yeah. but if you are then yeah get in touch uh you can tweet us at gwppod you can email us at gwppodcast at gmail.com i knew i hadn't done something this episode and anyway i'm gonna leave this next to you because a friend of yours oh my god oh my god <laughs> if she sent one two five messages i was yeah. like live copying and pasting these messages and i was just like jesus christ sam <laughs> anyway and she, she says because being able to freestyle off giant buildings to shoot people is frowned upon in real life and then it continues she continues on to say because people get so much rage on mario kart and think how they'd be when they don't have to do the fucking dishes because people sit at the screen for 72 plus hours and don't shower binge eat fatty foods for double xp she's not actually she, she's not hating on gamers don't worry she's being sarcastic yeah and um she says because apparently sitting on your arse to play games all, all day doesn't pay because the government <laughs> says so because <laughs> gaming isn't something that you can apparently do professionally and people assume that they're just a bunch of fat asses with no friends and like i know yeah. her so like she does it the, the way that she said it She's yeah. actually standing up for games and saying, yes. basically, just saying, like, it's because like a bunch of old stooges who don't know what the fuck they're talking it, about. Exactly. Like, yeah, like we're not yeah. saying that like gaming can be a bit sort of um, yeah. antisocial and can sort of play into their stereotypes, but that is not all of gaming. Like, no. that is just a section of gaming. There's like professional gamers who have made millions. Oh, you like, are, yeah. Off of like gaming. And, but um, yeah, like the government we... don't class it as like a proper job, which kind of uh, sucks. No, no, we don't. Because no. PewDiePie, Vanos Gaming, freaking scum, scummy syndicate. <laughs> there we are. Has clearly proved like yeah, that 
is, you know. Yeah, it's it is yeah, a job. It like, is even it's... like game, even like game development is a job. Yes. So I don't see how it can't be classed as a job. I think. Well, no, I think it's because game development. You could always mm-hmm. you can make it a general thing, and you could tell like I'm a software engineer who happens to work yeah. in the games industry. So I think that's kind of why you can. Yeah, I don't. But, it's just um, like the issue isn't with the gamers, although there is sometimes that whole stereotype y- of us screaming "Get good, scrub!" Yeah, which we and say in jest. Some, yeah, and sometimes like there is a small subsection of game like the gaming community that yeah. perhaps isn't the most progressive and welcoming. Yeah, if, that, if that's a nice way to put, well, not a nice way to put it, but a that tends to be nice way to put it. But let's be honest, like, how often do we actually befriend those people? Mm, like, I don't even play online multiplayer very much, so I don't even meet those people. Like, I've came across those people, and you know what I do? I just kill them in game, and you know, yeah. that just helps. <laughs> what to be fair, I just like when it wasn't. I always when I used to play like TF2 and things like insulting stuff is never funny, but I used to just find it hilarious when you had like little Russian kids being like, "Hey, don't kill me, guys!" Oh no. Oh, in you... a more Russian voice, of course. But yeah, I'm it was really funny because Overwatch has kind of taken the trolley stuff, so the GG easy. If you oh, type gosh. that in on the PTR server, it changes to like some really funny quotes. So there's one of them, it's like, I have, like, really bad insecurities, so I take them out in video games. Oh my <laughs> Stuff god. Stuff like that is so funny. But, like, there's I... the aspect of gaming of where, like, me, you, Dave, and, like, Flywheel and that have all been there for each other, and, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, like, I think people often use the phrase, and I used the phrase two minutes ago, gaming community, and it yeah. is one. Like, um, I think one of the best moments... Not the best moments because the situation, but when um, sadly Satoru Iwata passed away, there was just a f- there was just a lovely moment of just everyone from anywhere across games, yeah, just kind of just kind of like yeah, I remember when I played my first Pokemon game and things like yeah. that. It was just it wasn't a nice situation, but it led to such a nice moment. Yeah, like I think even your favorite man in the world, Phil Spencer, tweeted out yeah. like that man did so much video games or things like that and it's like just moments where we put aside our differences and just unite around what makes us happy i apologize if you can hear music in the background we can hear music in the background fuck um that's okay i can i can shut my window but i'll have to be quiet for two minutes uh like 30 seconds just keep talking don't Um, pause the podcast (laughs) but yeah so one of the things that i just find amazing about the gaming community is just like you said like how we can all come together it's kind of like we have each other's backs although like we are quick to say oh hey get good scrub and all that kind of stuff we say that in jest and we don't actually mean it but as soon as someone else speaks badly about like our community and the way that like how we enjoy video games we're all quick to band together and just say you Yes. Shut up! You don't know nothing. <laughs> Just prov- provided that's done in a polite manner, yeah, and it's not vindictive. Then yes, yeah. I think it is quite nice. Um, I apologise for that <laughs> interruption there, but that kind of comes to the territory of we well, can't then, record in a perfectly yeah. sterile environment, and it's quite hot today, so I had the window open. Yeah, but I don't get um, how people can find gaming unattractive because, like, I tend to prefer guys who play video games. Like, if I was to date a guy, I would rather have him play video games than not, because I just see 
video games is sitting actually doing something constructive because you're solving a puzzle whereas like sitting watching a film or sitting watching tv isn't really (laughs) so it's like i've made this point before but (laughs) like yeah and and then it's not i think one of them i think it's brad that says stem from gaming being a waste of time which it definitely can be only if you sit and do nothing with it if Mm. you create youtube content live stream do a gaming podcast write about games like it's not a waste of time because people have made a lot of money from it yeah people have made careers from it yeah i think part of the problem is that when you compare it to other forms of medium film and uh things it's still quite young yeah but like gaming's only been around for i don't know 30 odd years or so like it's not it's not a huge it's not huge it's actually been around a lot longer um it actually originally started in the 50s, but it was more to do with, like, it was more common within, like, I think it was either the army or the navy. They used yeah, to play, but... like, Pong on their computer and stuff. Yeah, but, I, I, yeah, I mean more gaming yeah. in sort of the modern sense that, as we see it now. But, yeah, like, I don't know, I just, I disagree with that statement completely, because, yeah. like, my mum, like... <laughs> She knows that, like, when I'm sitting doing games, I'm not just sitting playing the game. I'm actually, you know, doing work. Yes. Uh, because, like, gaming and TV are so heavily linked. Yes. And the fact that it tells a story. With gaming, you have more interaction, and you are mm. pretty much the story, unless yeah. it's, like, a simulator. And um, to be fair, like, I'm in a similar thing of, yeah, if, like, if I'm playing a game, I kind of think it's a bit mindless. I will try and do other things. It's like I listen to podcasts and things yeah. that try and just do things. For example, I was listening to a podcast and I learned a couple of really random facts about mm. IKEA. Go for it. Um, one of them is, like, you know, obviously they use random Swedish names for their yeah. objects. Well, apparently there's a, it's like there's a bit of a system to it. And, like, so it was something like all their, say, kitchenware is named after countries or towns. Mm-hmm. in sweden and then let's like, say all their all their homeware is named or something else like they have a yeah. convention and the other interesting thing is you know how people always say like there's a particular way you seem to end up going around ikea mm-hmm. well apparently the guy who first formed the company was dyslexic so mm-hmm. some people think he like deliberately laid out his shop in such a way so that you didn't have to read signs and you sort of naturally instinctively knew your way around that is yeah i read that somewhere Mm. yeah that's so, yeah. true the podcasts are po- perhaps not this podcast but podcasts can be informative yeah that makes sense that actually yes. makes sense that explains why ikea is one of the shops that don't annoy me <laughs> <laughs> because like i hate i hate going to tesco's i hate going to oh not so much ad stuff but like See, i hate going to point, tesco's and saying why you food shop online and then you oh. don't have that problem it's i actually do you know when my mum was on holiday i was literally five people back me up on this I was so reluctant to go to the shop that I actually made a Tesco account. Yeah, boy. And I was just like, I'm, I'm going to order. And do you know what stops me? The fact that they were delivering the next day and there was no appointments that day. And I was like, no, I want it now. Yeah, well, you can do that. But it'll cost you like £5 million. Pounds. No, I think it was only like £7. Yeah, that's absurd. Given that if you do it like a day in advance, it'll cost you like £2 for delivery. No, it still costed seven up here. Then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, that's not my fault. It's the government's fault. 
<laughs> no, it's clearly it's clearly your fault because I've done multiple food shops and yeah. The next again day was like yeah. seven pounds. The, oh, then Scotland is fucked because I can do next day delivery for Tesco and it's like two pound fifty. But well, maybe it was. Maybe I was just so reluctant to take like the next day that I just didn't look at it properly. But yeah, I think that's more likely. Because... Yeah, knowing me, it's like no, I want it now. Like yeah, anyway. Was, ta- yeah. Tangent again. So um, so would you like Sorry. to read word for word what you wrote in your section um uh, for for our this discussion? I already dis- discussed it. Well, I want you to say exactly what you wrote without okay. backpedaling. Okay, so I put in, just as a note to remind me, oh, I'm going to get so much flack for this. That's I exactly find, why I'm making you say I find non-gamers unattractive. And... Goodbye, 80% of <laughs> male population. Yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, like, I don't care. But it does help if you do play video games. Like, So you're basically saying if you were doing online dating and you had to list one of your interests, you would put it on there? Yeah, I have done online dating before and I've said, yeah, like, if you play games, that's cool. Sure. See ya. <laughs> and I've put, actually, I've actually even put, like, my list of favourite games and stuff. Oh, because that no. is always the question that I get greeted with. Is, hey, what's your favourite game? And it's like, read my profile. If, you, if you're asking that question while I've got my profile, then it shows that you're not paying attention, therefore you're not going to pay attention to me, so why should I bother? Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm happy to have a, discuss- a proper discussion with you about this, but now time. <laughs> but yeah, what um, about you? Well, yeah, like I've said, like, gaming does have some aspects to it that I understand, mm-hmm. but I do sometimes think, as cliche as it is, I could be outside doing things, but inside doing this and it's like it makes me happy so i yeah i why well, don't mind it but there is sometimes that voice in my head where you kind of think could my time be better spent but yeah. like yeah i'm not saying it's the perfect like hobby or the perfect thing to have an interest in i don't really think there is such a thing but and i also think we can take steps to improve it and i think yeah. so people view it in a more neutral way so i think like you say i think it needs to be, I think, if it could be on the similar sort of level of respect of, like, uh, sort of other forms of media. Like, yeah. we we have, um, we've got the Games Media Award mm-hmm. Awards. So, like, we have awards. That, and that's not, like, the levels of, like, the BAFTAs, BAFTAs or anything. It's not, not, well. Yeah, yeah. BAFTAs have a game award, don't they? Yeah. They have, so, like, a whole segment dedicated to gaming. So, yeah, and it's, like, we just need more of that and we need it in the public eye. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I want every single person in the world playing Mario Kart, but I just want... I, mm, yeah. Now would be the perfect time. Like, they did it years ago on Channel 4 and it flopped because it was at the wrong time. Now what? would be the perfect time to get Daryl Brian to do, like, a gaming... Are you saying that ironically? No, like, I'm saying, like, now because, would be the actual um, perfect time. I want to interject and I'm not being sponsored to say this either but Dara Breed is starting a gaming show on Dave it starts in September yes it's called um, Dara Breen goes 8-bit it's him and loads of celebrities mainly comedians seemingly playing yeah. games they're seemingly playing like FIFA Rocket League Tekken yeah. arcade cabinets so yeah that's already happening <laughs> I pitched that years ago to um, ITV no it was mm-hmm. STV and they went no they basically just pointed out and said no and I was just like if you get because I was sitting, I was literally, I was just like, if you get Daryl Brian, Jack Septiceye, and another gaming YouTuber, 
you will have a hit in your hands. Mm. And they said no. And I was just like, now someone else is doing my idea. So, But yeah. now is the perfect time for that. It just needs to be put on. I, I mean, it's good for Dave. Dave's yes. good, but it's not high up in the listings. Yeah, exactly. It needs well, to be higher it's number, up. T- it's number 12, but yeah. Because <laughs> like, I was literally in uni... I pitched that to some of my classmates. I was like, if we do this, it'll be fun. You know, it could even go online. And yeah. I had done something like this myself in college, and it was brilliant. Like, there was yeah. no flaws. Nothing. And it was brilliant. And, like, I was literally I was saying to my university lecturer, I was like, look, we should do this. IGN are having so much success with it. Because mm. this was back in the days of where they had Greg and what's-his-face? And they were doing that um, kind of talk show that they had at yeah. And yeah, it was brilliant. And I just feel like now's the right time for it. Now is the time to strike because everyone likes gaming. Well, not well, everyone, but like... Well, I was going to say, not everyone. That, that, that very statement yeah, completely like, invalidates our question. Like, a lot of people like games now. Yeah. It's quite cool to like video games. Yes. Whereas, like, 20 years ago, it was, you would have been slammed if yeah. in the playground if you were caught talking about video games. Exactly. Whereas, yeah, now it's... Whereas, like, now, we've, we've, a lot of us have grown up with video games because our parents have played video games. Yes. Or, in some cases, our grandparents have played video games. <laughs> so, uh... yeah, it's... I don't know. It's just... It's the perfect time for that. Yes. And I want to work on it. Because I think he's he's the perfect person for it as well, because he's openly admitted that he plays video games as well. Yeah. Although he's not very good on Robot Wars. <laughs> oh, he's not... Apparently he's not good at Grand Theft Auto either. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, did you see the um, the like whole set that he did on gaming of where he was talking about Metal Gear and GTA 4? No. I, so funny. Well, there, I know there's an episode of Mock the Week where he talks about Farming <laughs> Simulator for ages. Oh my god. That game is so bad. Yeah, we're not going to go through the <laughs> filmography of Dora Brew. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I was just jokingly thinking you should start an all Scottish gaming TV show. That I wanted to do that. Because as I said on the very first episode of this podcast, you joined in. Mm-hmm. The completely true fact, Scotland has the highest concentration of games people mm-hmm. in the world. Edinburgh is absolutely watching. Yeah, it's just like you 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 step into Edinburgh and already like you get like a controller shoved in your face. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they don't they don't they don't accept normal money. They accept gold coins. Yeah, or credits or, or units rupees. or yeah rupees. <laughs> no, but like in all seriousness, like over yeah. the past two years, all of a sudden it's like YouTube and Google. There's actually a mm. technology festival now. They need more yep. games at it because I worked at it and I was just like, yeah, they need more games to be there. But we need, I think, yeah, we need more games festivals and things. Yeah, because like there's so many like all over America and like whereas yeah. here we get, we've got EG, EGX, mm-hmm. Res, Insomnia. which is a, which is a spin-off of EGX. Yeah, Vincent um, Festival. Yeah, and like I I can't think of a huge number. Yeah, there's been I've been to like two or three, well actually four now, like technology based events. Over yeah. the past like six months, mm. I'm sure there probably is, but I've I would I'm surprised as far as I'm aware there's not yeah. pardon me a big one in London. There is kind oh, of. Is um, oh. 
I think they have stuff. I don't quote me. At, um, yeah. Summer in the city. I don't okay. know. It's a massive yeah. YouTube event. It's like it's kind of like VidCon, but like bigger. Okay. But yeah, I would imagine they had stuff there. Seeing as like eighty percent of like their celebrities in quotation marks <laughs> they have are like gaming YouTubers. Yes. Be a good way to get their sponsorships. Some dollar. Definitely. So uh, yeah. 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 For, for the uneducated out there, gaming has come on a bit in yeah. um, in the last twenty years, but there's more for it to go, and I think that's a sort of nice way to wrap mm. things up for this week. Yep. Uh, is there anything you want to promote or you want to say as we round um, off? Probably. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say probably, but I can't remember. No. Um through to my live streams and my videos but that's it yes <laughs> and my blogs if you're a girl look at my blogs or yeah, if you're a guy thing. look at my blog <laughs> yeah some of it will make sense a yeah. lot of it won't <laughs> um yeah as for well just to wrap it up remember you can follow us on twitter at gwbpod you can email us at gwbpodcast at gmail.com we're on snapchat as gwbteam35 and we have our own discord so you can come and you can get in there and you can talk mm-hmm. you can talk to all of us you can talk to the fellow listeners we just have fun you'll also find links to our episodes interesting bits of gaming news and just everything there's like five million different things you can do uh you can find me personally on twitter and other gmg blog you can find me on PSN as Merciful Underfoot Score Fate 497. You can find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. I would also like to apologise for this small right. interruption earlier as well, and also Dapper's coughing. So, as you can see, we are the height of professionalism. Dapper, where can people find you? At Dapper Pooper Bag on Twitter and um, youtube.com slash user slash steaming floaters and gaming.youtube.com slash user. Slash Dapper Paper Bag slash Live for my stream. So many slashes, so little time. I know. She's slashing yeah. something completely. Yes, I know. I was gonna make. I was gonna make. It, no, it means the same. Yeah, I know what you mean. Same <laughs> thing down here. It's not Scottish. Scottish centric as you think. Oh, girl. Anyway, that's about wraps it up for this week. So thank you very much, Dapper, and thank, thank you. you very much, listeners, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>